0: Welcome to The Brand Diaries with Tashila Span, a podcast that teaches you how to build, grow, and scale your brand. When we speak about branding, we often talk about it in relations to a business, product, or service, and more recently, professional development. But what about branding or rebranding of how we view our approach, concepts, and beliefs around diversity and inclusion? In today's episode, we'll examine a topic on the minds of many businesses today. Our guest, Shoma Robertson Phillips, is an Affirmative Action Officer and Program Manager for Cisco Systems. She is responsible for the strategy and compliance of Cisco's employment practices, which allow Cisco to do business in the federal government. In that role, she works closely with the Talent Acquisition and Diversity and Inclusion teams ensuring actions align with the organization's AA goals. With over 20 years of experience in HR and DNI, Shoma has a great wealth of knowledge for this discussion. Shoma, welcome to the Brand Diaries. Good morning. Thank you for having me today, Desheila. Well, I'm excited to talk to you about this topic of diversity and inclusion, especially with what we've seen in the last couple of months and a lot of conversations that organizations are having. What do you think about the concept of actually rebranding an organization around diversity and inclusion? When you hear that word rebranding, what do you think?
1: Certainly, it is a great concept to do something different. And so rebranding allows you to look at what you have done, certainly review the landscape and what's happening out. And then it also gives you an opportunity to make sure that the message that you're sending is going to reverberate with everyone that you are trying to message to.
0: I'm glad you said, you know, reverberate, because a lot of things that have happened lately have, have caused a lot of organizations to rethink what they thought diversity and inclusion was, you know, or how they defined it in their day-to-day work life or how to define it in employees they hired or the activities or, you know, you see a lot of organizations that have employee groups or resource groups. So they're now looking at that in a different light. When you think about that rebranding, how do you adjust for a more inclusive environment?
1: So certainly you want to take a look at your current workforce and try to understand from their perspective what is needed so that things can move forward in a very positive way. And so it certainly takes a willingness and certainly a lot of intention to ensure that everyone is being included in that conversation. So while the majority certainly wants to take a lot of action, you can't really take a lot of action until you understand from the minority what exactly it is that they would like to see. And so it certainly is a collaborative effort. And I think organizations have to be very, very, you know, thought provoking around actions and ensure that they are including everyone in the conversation on how to move forward.
0: So as you look at some of the reactions that we saw from organizations after you know, the incident with George Floyd and um, the open and candid conversations that started to occur around systematic racism. You also saw a lot of individuals on the outside who may have purchased services or products or believed in a brand or followed a brand, have a very strong opinion about that brand's reaction to how they express themselves and how they maybe put out statements and position their point of view. When you think about diversity and inclusion from the other side of the table, how do you make, how do you brand your organization to be also inclusive to the customers that you serve? Again, I think that that really
1: has to be a full onslaught conversation. It has to be intentional. And certainly you have to go out to your customers and ask those really tough questions and be willing to receive the feedback. It's not always going to be what you anticipate it to be. And so you want to be sure that you're not just taking in the information, but certainly being listen, listen to what you hear. And while we all can't make a sudden change and, and make things the way that everyone wants it to be, certainly taking small increments, incremental steps We'll will certainly make a change.
0: I'm glad you said small incremental steps because I think one of the things that a lot of brands get caught up in is that they've got to leapfrog very quickly into this huge shift. And it doesn't happen overnight. It takes some time. So as you look at even um, from a HR perspective, and you're looking at how you brand an organization to bring in the right talent and the right, you know, resources, and partners, what are some of the things that you think that organizations should be kind of putting on their top of mind list and focusing on in that rebranding? So we, one thing that is, is challenging, but
1: it's such an intergenerational workforce at this time. And so at every different generation, the perspective is different. So one, again, we, we just have to listen. So- Start by listening um, and certainly taking in some feedback. Certainly develop an action plan and ensuring that the goals can be actionable. And you want to be able to show that actions are being taken and then also what are the results. And so I think many times a lot of companies just do a whole bunch of different things. They say, oh, let me do a little of this. Let me do a little of that. But what's going to be impactful for the organization and for the current employees as well as the talent that you're trying to attract to the organization? And just doing just a little bit of things. Sometimes, you know, it's that low-hanging fruit. It could be something as making connection um, at a particular university or college. It could be bringing someone in externally that can provide some feedback to the organization that brings awareness. It could be simple as just getting yourself educated and you say to the entire organization, here's a book that I think everybody in the organization should read. It will help, again, educate, aware, bring people's awareness, raise their awareness to, to what, what's happening externally. And so it, we, we just have to continue to have those conversations, communication. That That's really going to be what's the key to ensuring some changes and, of course, bringing talent into any organization.
0: So as you said that, I was thinking about our audience who oftentimes are entrepreneurs starting um, out or startup businesses just starting to grow their employee base to starting to build their brand and even define who they are in the market. If you're someone starting out in business, what are some of the things that you should be thinking about as you begin your business structure and you think and you include diversity and inclusion in that roadmap? What are some of those key things that they should be focusing on? So certainly you want to focus
1: on your message So whatever the message will be that is going to attract the talent to your organization, you want to focus on where you're going to partner because it's not always simple to just bring talent, especially if you're just starting out. So you may need to partner with either another organization. You may need to find various uh, community partners or um, educational partners to help you to attract the talent. And you may also want to, again, look at, you know, your current branding, um, where you are, whether that be social media, paper branding, just how you're facilitating on that. And that may be an opportunity for you not only to attract talent, but also to make some changes in um, how you're currently facilitating in that manner.
0: Great. So being that you have 20 plus years experience in this space... I am curious to ask you, what do you see on the horizon for diversity and inclusion? What do you see it going in the rebranding as we um, see it happening today? So in my 20 years, I just never imagined
1: this thing called social media and how it certainly plays out and how we interact with each other. And so I certainly believe that that's going to be a key element in the rebranding. So typically, a lot of the messaging had been on paper. You would utilize mailings and newspaper ads to attract talent and even email in the internet. But at this moment, if you even put something on Instagram, that could change (laughs) your whole outlook
0: on how you utilize you know, talent in a second it can change people's perspective on you, on you and your brand. Yeah, absolutely. And so,
1: companies, organizations, they certainly are going to have to utilize the members, the employees, to help brand the company. That just needs to be probably the, the, the most important thing. Is the people that you currently have? They can message on your behalf to bring in the talent that you want to to see in your organization and they can certainly help you, you know, as you move forward with whatever your goals you want to achieve. So, it I just think that social media piece is is really going to be where things are going to continue to trend and having Certainly, you know, individuals such as yourself to Sheila, where you understand um, the full, you know, scope of marketing and branding, that is going to be huge and key as an organization, you know, moves forward and, and tries to attract the talent and and what they want to see from a diversity and inclusion perspective.
0: Well, I love what you said about what's on the horizon and um, that employees are a part of that. Because I always believe that your employees are extension of your brand. So you can have the best brand story. You can have the best creative concepts behind it. But your employees actually are an extension of that because that's a lot of times who your customer engages with first. So if they believe in you and they believe in the statements you're making and they believe in the mission, then definitely they will help drive your story forward. Do you feel like now employees are getting more training around diversity and inclusion to be able to clearly articulate even not so much the message of the company, but their feelings within the organization?
1: So I think there was a lull in the past couple of years around the training. But now with what's been happening in the external environment, there is an intentional action to make sure that everyone gets the same messaging around whatever the organization is trying to message around diversity and inclusion. And so you and I are members of an organization that they have, you know, in my short time with them, they are this past year, they are putting a lot of effort around the topic of diversity and inclusion. There've been, again, the utilization of social media, to have conversations, and then they're utilizing a lot of different platforms and training topics and tools and resources to continue that conversation. So going forward, I think there's going to be a huge emphasis on diversity and inclusion, and it certainly is up to us to continue to have the conversations and not put it down I think sometimes that's what happens. Things are going so fast and then people get kind of exhausted and they put it down. But I think we have to keep the conversation going for it to have true impact for the future.
0: Well, Shoma, I want to thank you for joining us today. And I'm very pleased that I was able to talk to you about this topic. And I agree with you. We must keep the conversation going. And thank you for your contribution in the rebranding of diversity and inclusion. Thank you so much for having me. I'm your host, Deshilla Span. Thanks for joining me for this week's episode of The Brand Diaries.